Double episode this week. Match day six, Forge FC one, Atletico Ottawa one. Our first point and first goal to the Timbits. But before that, we had an early cup exit at the hands of a familiar foe as we drew one all to York United, only to lose the penalty lottery. Let's get right into it. ATO After the Whistle, the official podcast of the Capital City Supporters Group. I am Johnny MacArthur. I'm here with Patrick Dornan every Tuesday, all season long, bringing you reactions, analysis, and ref shit talking. Sorry, I mean hot takes. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> how are we, we got a double a double week. Double week. header. How are you feeling? How are you feeling uh, I mean, I mean, not not great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was a, it was a week, man. Um, obviously, we had it was the, a long week. We had the, the, uh, the V the, Cup the, the, with York and then yeah. and the Forge game. So. Yeah. yeah, it was a week. Um, so yeah, I, I got to see yeah, one of them. Start, I got to see one of them. Sorry, you went to the York game. Yeah, you went I to did, the York yeah. game. That's right. Yeah. yeah How is that? Uh, it's <laughs> seeing a penalty shootout live is always uh, an experience, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely an experience. I would call yeah. it that. Um, yeah, the York yeah. game overall. I mean, it was a well fought, well fought match. York. Mm-hmm. I like playing them because I feel like our teams are. You know, please don't shoot me, Eddie. But like, I feel like our teams are like fairly evenly matched. Yeah. Um, so it's always generally good football to watch York and us play together. I would agree. I would yeah. agree. Even even if like even if it was like back and forth. Like I I know the 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 cliche is it was a game of two halves. No. Oh, you know that yeah. was that was that was very much kind. Of, you know I would probably apply it to that. I mean. Yeah. I mean possession know. was almost fifty fifty. Like it was it was a good game to watch. Yeah. Like, yeah. We definitely said. I think I think it was Thomas that said, man, if we had extra time, we probably would have pulled out a winner. And I have to agree with that take. We were. Uh, that was there. me, but yeah, you know. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> that was you. Okay, yeah. No, yeah. but good take. But, but good I, take. I, I honestly think we would have. Um, so it's tough when you go to sh- immediately to shootouts. Like I've never liked that yeah. format. I, I don't think it's fair to the teams who have put no. in all this effort, who are now suddenly like, oh well, you better hope your keeper is good or yeah. your players. <laughs> are like, uh, come on, man. Um, but yeah, so I mean, overall it was great. Uh, it's mm-hmm. awesome to see Malcolm Shaw score. Um, yep. Something we need to see a lot more of uh, mm-hmm. is people put scoring when they have the chance to do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, it's heartbreaking to watch as well. Um, yeah. We're also invested in the sport, especially in the in the dub, and we're mm-hmm. right down by the net because we had this big conversation in the dub. We we're like, all right, what happens if the coin toss? We lose the coin toss, and we're like, everyone's running to the other side. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah. we were ready, and then when they announced that we won the coin toss, we were. It's like, oh, okay, thank, thank God, we don't have to move. So, well, that habit. It's funny because I've seen um the the last game that the Fury ever played ended in a um in a penalty shootout, and I wasn't in the supporter section for that game. I was I was in the South Stand. <laughs> they had the supporters stuck in a little corner in the North Stand for some fucking reason that season. Well, that's awful. But they, they, yeah, but they 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 shot towards you know towards the, where the dub would end up being, and, and it used to have been before that. So all the supporters did just that. They literally just sprinted all the way down to the other end. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they've given 90 minutes of running, so I guess we can give them three minutes of, yes, <laughs> out yes. of shape sprinting down the... Out of shape, <laughs> yeah. It's fucking putting in a little 
slightly, but yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, it was it was it was cool to watch the boys play. Um, they made some changes, which which we talked about. Uh, I think last week's podcast we talked about what changes were going to be made. They moved our boy Sasako to the midfield role. Mm-hmm. That was the big mm-hmm. news for that uh, for that game. Um, now t- I, now I mean I'm not crazy. He was the man of the match, right? Yeah, he was excellent, absolutely excellent in the York Incredible. match. Incredible, yeah, really good. Uh, it was just a follow follow on from what we saw in the Pacific game. Um, yeah. I think that's more of a comfort place for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like seeing him play with Ollie Bassett because I do feel like they play well together. So um, it's nice to see them there. Whether that remains the uh, cont- the, the the norm continuing on, I mean, yeah. you know, I don't think anyone can, can guess that um, because we do have a lot of players in the middle that weren't playing that game. You know, you've got like mm-hmm. your McKendries. Um, and I... I I hesitate to say that that's going to be the final lineup because obviously it wasn't when you look at the lineup of the next game. Yeah. Um, it was Bass and Sasako again. Great. Um, but they changed out the uh, the outside mids on that one as well. Mm-hmm. So frustrating. Extremely frustrating. Um, I posted... Yeah, it's ov- obviously the, the, the rotation, you know, didn't really work that well considering it was the two subs that combined for the goal near the end there. And obviously we really started to pick it up at the end after the subs. Yeah, once Shaw came on, it was we were like we were a different team for the York game. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I just think that that was the that was the, the extra lift we needed. Um, yep. And but then when it came to the to the shootout, um, I have to give Nathan Ingham credit. He played well. He got he got that excellent save. We should have like I hate, I hate, Johnny, I, I hate, I hate talking about refereeing all every week. I feel like we have to. We'll do it the one time. We'll uh, do it now. I know. So, um, this game had 38 fouls and seven yellow cards. That is fucking ridiculous. That's a lot of cards. Uh, to their credit, it was a pretty chippy game. Yeah. You know, it's, a, it's a cup game. But it's, still, it's that's, cup game. that's an absolutely bananas amount of calls. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a lot. So, a lot. Um, and then, you know, anyone that watched the was streaming it, I mean, you probably at home, um, us in the dub where we had a really good angle, um, pictures afterwards. I mean, it was pretty clear that on Wright's PK, the goalie came off the line way before Wright even oh, touched yeah. the ball. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. So, and I hadn't seen, I had seen the picture. And I was yeah. like, ah, that's not really that. And then bad. you watch, and then you group, watch it live, said, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. holy shit! <laughs> I said it in the group chat, and all the CCSG guys were just laying into me, like, mm. bro, can you see? And then I watched, yeah. I watched the clip from behind the net, and I was like, holy shit! Man. Yeah, he's, he's like, he's like he is like, more than a foot off of his oh, line easy, by the time easy, that ball easy. goes. So, I mean, that's, it sucks because you know, obviously, that was a save uh, with huge air quotes. Um, and if they had given Wright a second shot, we would have been up by two goals, and that probably would have yeah. done it for the shootout. So yeah. it just it sucks to for another game against York to be decided by shitty officiating. But you know, <laughs> here we are. So um, there's just there's there's really no excuse for not picking that up. You've got two fucking grown men watching this penalty being taken, and no one picked up him being off his line. It's well, just, and Nathan obviously Nathan Ingham, who's standing next to the linesman, blew up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah. he's generally a fairly composed dude, and I'm like, if he's going off, like maybe you should have him. <laughs> second look um, yep. but again we yep. don't have VAR so you know we just mm-hmm. have our, our podcast to complain about it afterwards yep so um, <laughs> early cup exit preliminary round for the second year in a row yeah it, kind of, it, it's, it sucks man it sucks it does it, like, suck, it sucks And but I mean at the same time I, I did get to talk to some of the supporters groups for other teams um, not necessarily York but a couple of other teams in CPL and I mean it's it seems to be an endemic issue in the league so it's nice to know that other supporters groups and other fans are are noticing this. I think you're seeing it from the 
coaching staff as well from the amount of cards that coaches are getting because yeah. um, the forge coach i think got a, got a yellow on in their game against us he did um, yeah yeah so so i think that you know it's it's, it's <laughs> starting to come to a head like we were on the beginning of the upward curve of complaining about the efficiency um but i but i think we're, we're coming to a point where something has to be done to address the and, issue and have i have received abuse for it as well by the way where somehow we have a reputation as being the only fans in the league that complain about refs apparently i don't i, don't, <laughs> I mean but we're but we're not because like coaches are getting cards, so like let's 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 quash that here. Um, I just I wish like I, I ideally I think I would like to see maybe the supporters groups come together and like do something to like talk to the league and say as as supporters of football as supporters of the Canadian Premier League, um, you know it's the lifeblood of the league as the fans, uh, and if. If, if games are being decided by officiants and poor officiating, like I would love to see us come as one voice and say like, okay, this is a problem, not just for Athletic Ottawa, not just for Halifax Wanderers, not just for Forge. It's a, it's a CPL wide problem with Soccer Canada. So that's yeah. ideally what I would like to see. Hopefully we can maybe make something happen by the end of the season. But yeah, it's just, oh man, it sucks. To, it sucks to see it. It sucks to see it. And I remember I like, I thought I was going to, I had, you know, my ATO like ball cap on and I thought I was going to break it. I was just smashing on the seat so hard <laughs> on some of those calls. I was like, are you like, yeah. are you blind? Like, how did you not? Yeah. Anyway, so I'm not going to belabor it, um, but I hope that we can come together with some of the other supporters groups and maybe make a change for the league. Not this season, I don't think, but you know, going no. forward. Yeah, no, no, get it out there. You know, let's see it. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, cup exit, and then a couple days later, we went to Forge. We got a point. We did. We got a goal. We got a goal against Forge. <laughs> <laughs> we had saw someone post. Someone posted on Reddit that we scored a goal against Forge Upvo party before the game was even done. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and you know what? The best part of it is, it was Ollie Bassett who scored it, and it was just man, it was such a money goal. Um, it was great. You know, it was great, wasn't it? I think we had a, a strong first half. Um, we controlled the ball well. Forge. Uh, Forge can be like I mean we've seen it in past seasons. Forge can be a lethal team when they're on. Oh, yeah. I oh, yeah. don't necessarily think they were on in this game. They were coming off of a, a rough couple games before that. Um, they got they got some injuries. I don't, I don't think yeah. they started a natural center back. I don't did think they? they did. I don't think nope. they did either. They started um, Za. Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. Achen, 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 Janssen, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a midfielder. Uh, Morgan, Ashton Morgan, I believe, is a left back. And then, le- and then Lesser Sasako. So. Yeah, and, then le- <laughs> and then Lesser Sasako. Yeah, no, that was their back three. So, you know, we uh, and we took advantage. Yeah, as we should, we we should have, you know. Like, I'm not going to, you know, you only play what's in front of you. And, you know, we uh, we we saw, we could have had another one before that as well with Tablet's chance, which yeah. I don't know how he skied that one. I but what a beauty I, play I, leading up to that, anyways. I, I don't know, um, but it makes me happy to see him playing like that, and I want yeah, to see no, so sure. so much more of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we had a we had a good first half. Uh, mm-hmm. Second half, not Dire. so great. Not so great. <laughs> not so great. Uh, <laughs> um, and that's being that's being nice. Uh, we played yeah. most of it in the defensive end, uh, and man, every time. Every time we get a corner against us, like, <laughs> oh my god, that was rough. Like, my, like and we had, my, we like, had what 15 of them, yeah. And every time it happens, like, my asshole puckers because I'm like, <laughs> I have no idea where this ball is going, and it I could know. easily end up in the net just because of yeah. the, like, the, so I mean, that's that's it's in my points of improvement later yeah. on. Um, but you know, it, it wasn't a great half for us. Um, no, it was, Jensen, it was pretty bad. Jensen's goal was nice, I gotta give him credit, oh, it's it was beaut. a beautiful goal, yep. but the only reason he was able to get it off is like, I, I watched it and then rewatched it, and uh. I was like. 
man, no one was covering anyone in the 18th. That's a lot of fucking space that that dude had. <laughs> Not just him. It was like the three attackers with him. It was like three yeah. dudes just passing the ball around it with no rough. defenders. So, you know what? Great shot. Uh, it was a rocket, but at the same time, it, like, it's 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 wild because like yeah. obviously the, the 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 defending ended up being heroic because yeah we we conceded the one but you know we managed to hold on for the point in the end but it just goes to show that when you're playing a team like Forge you know one second of losing your focus and that's you it you will get punished and that's for what it. happened and that's what happened yeah. so huh. you know what um, I think it was a, an okay outing for the boys in the first half I think it was a shit outing for them in the second half mm. um, the, it's the, just every time they had every time they got re- regained possession I was you know you're expecting them to get into the 18 and get a shot on goal off or, yeah. or, or on goal or you know they had a lot of shots off the target as well but it's like every time they got the ball you're like we're gonna let them walk right up yeah and well and I, I do time. think I, I think that our formation just would collapse in on itself <laughs> and which sucks because that leaves so much space for Forge to work the wings, and they yeah. did it with, like, lethal accuracy oh, yeah. most of the time. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's disappointing uh, to only come away with one, but at least we got a goal against Forge, so, like, we can flex on that. It's like, well, that's the, like, the, the, the only thing that's, that would be disappointing for me is because we were leading first, right? Yeah. And that, that's that's the only thing. Like, <laughs> draw away to Forge, I don't care how shit the performance was in the end. Like, I am pretty ecstatic about that. Well, Ham- really like, Hamilton be, has a... You know has what I a, mean? Like, yeah, well, going to play in Hamilton is daunting because they do have a fairly large supporters group. You they look do? At, you look at the crowd, like, I could hear their chants, not as loud as yeah. ours, but, like, you know, yeah. it was it was a good effort by them, so... They make a lot of noise. They yeah. got, you know, they have they have a strong fan base. Well, they're they're a historically successful club as far as this league goes, Ex- right? So exactly. Of they do exactly. So I mean, if you had asked me in a in a in a vacuum whether or not I would take a draw against Forge at at, at like away, hundred percent, mm-hmm. I would take that ten yep. out of ten times. But yep. to watch how we played in the first half and then the collapse in the second half, yeah. it was like so frustrating because I'm like, yeah. this is just classic. Ottawa, Athletic, Atletico Ottawa for like the last few games. Uh-huh. It's just like we, I don't know if we just like lose focus or like stop trying. Like it's just, it's frustrating because it's like we should mm-hmm. be coming away with more points and we're not. <clears throat> so, I mean, it's, you, you have to wonder like, is this an, another, uh, uh, coaching system that is going to emulate Atletico Madrid's like way too much as far as all right we'll score one and then we will sit back and invite all the pressure in the world and try and hold on well and that's fine to do if you're Atletico Madrid who is mm-hmm. like you know has the has the skill to do that I just I look at I feel like we did that we parked the bus in the second half and you saw what happened it was just a shooting gallery for Nathan Ingham to try to try and bail us out yeah. and Espeo oh my god that guy like, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to him yeah. when we get to standout players but like he's, 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 a, he's the difference between uh, Good god. One, one, one point and no points for, yeah, for easy, that game easy easy for damn so, sure why don't we go right to it? Standout players. Let's talk about Spayo. Uh, Balu okay. Tabla, man, he is still, I think he's still up there in my yep. list. Yep. Um, they finally moved our boy to the front, and good mm-hmm. God, is he making a name for himself there. Like, yes. he has remained a standout for both games. Mm-hmm. Ball control, his ability to slip past defenders, like, un- unmatched in the league, yeah. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, did I want to see him score that five-minute, you know, when he finally got away and, and rocketed over the crossbar? Yeah, that would have yeah. been a sweet goal. Mm-hmm. But... You know, it, it was interesting to watch because it was like a classic ATO play where it was like Ingham kicked it out to the wing to Verhoeven, who put it to Tabla, and then you know he snuck in past the defender by using his sweet moves. So um, yeah, he continues to be a force in the front line. So I think we need to keep him there. I think that we've demonstrated that with Shaw or Mark Gregor or like anybody else, I think that he works with 
whoever's up there. Maybe yeah. maybe not Brian Wright. Um, I'm still not sure where we're going to put him. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, I think that he has to stay there. Um, he's also the most fouled player in the CPL for good reason because he's so much better than most of the defenders in the league. <laughs> so they're like, ah, we can't stop him, so let's foul him. Um, yeah. So if you're listening, other teams like stay away from our boy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That uh, that little ball he slipped through for oh. for Ollie on the goal was just what a what a great play that was. Oh my god, it was it was textbook and yeah. Um, yeah. So second on my list, uh, I mean, really, he could have been first on my list at least for the Forge game. Is our savior Diego Espeo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he was our garbage man on the back line, and I'm not saying that to like insult him, but it's like yeah. a huge compliment because all of the shots and crosses and like <laughs> dangerous like balls were controlled by Diego in some manner off his feet, off his face, off his Mm -hmm. head. Like, (laughs) so, (laughs) I mean, he blocked two shots in a row at 50 minutes and 52 minutes and like basically kept us in the game. So like Diego, keep it up. Sorry. You have to continually sacrifice your body for ATO, (laughs) but you know, you're, you're up there as well. Um, I'm really glad he's on the back line. Um, what about you? You love seeing that. You love seeing that type of commitment from a lone player. Well, exactly. And I think that he he, dug us out. He dug us out of a, a fairly deep grave that we could have been in. Um, so yeah. So what about you? What's your, who's your, you got any standouts? Um, I mean, like I said, in the, in the York game, I would, I would put Sissoko as a standout. I thought he was just, he was like, there was, there was a few times, especially in the second half where he would regain position and then just walk past like three other midfielders, like on the way up the field. And I'm like, why you were, he's a pretty large man and he's also getting (laughs) up there in years. I'm like, how are you moving like a ballerina? Yeah. Well, it's funny because that was one of the things we commented on early in the season. We were like, Oh, I don't know if this guy's match fit and like whatever they did. Um, I like turned around to Thomas at the game and i was like i'm so glad that sasaka's playing well again yeah. Yeah. yeah so um yeah what happened in between i don't between, know between you know is it just is it just as much as just throwing him up in the midfield instead of having him you know having him start at center back yeah i mean maybe that's maybe that's the key i think that he yeah. regained his composure when he wasn't center back in the game against pacific mm-hmm. um and then moving him up obviously kept that going for us i think yeah yeah, um, no, agreed. Uh, obviously, Bassett's got to be on the list. Yeah, he is. Games. He's my other guy on the list. So, um, I mean, he's honestly, he is the most composed or one of the most composed players on our team. Mm. To watch him move the ball is like he knows exactly where his passes are going for the most part. Yeah. Um, you know, he knows he, he has ex- excellent game sense. Like the guy's ability to read the field and read the strategy that we're like running on a particular offensive opportunity or whatever. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Um, he's been consistent. Um, you know, he's he's kind of our playmaker, I would call him, um, in the center yeah. of the field. Oh, for sure. For um, sure. And that goal, like, uh, at 16 minutes, Jesus Christ, <laughs> like, to watch. It was a laser. It, it was, was a laser. It was a laser, but it was a really weird angle, too, and, like... Yeah, it was to, tight. Yeah. I did not... I was expecting side netting or an yeah. easy save or something. Yeah, and he, he put it in the far corner, and then, like, you know, he gave, gave the shh to the, you yeah. know, the Forge fans <laughs> <laughs> to, like, tell them to be quiet, which was which was excellent. How about um, that that awareness to uh, to leave it for an extra half second before hitting it, so that he made sure he was you know on the right footing and the right angle? It's just everything about it was. But just that's what I mean. So let's. Uh, uh, I think that that just yeah, it's it. I think that just comes with his experience in in multiple international leagues, yeah. um, where he has that game sense to say like, all right, I could take a take a you know, whatever I've got right now and try and put it in the net or I can take that extra half second and be like, maybe this should be a smart shot instead of just just an opportunity, right? Yeah. Um, so, and then it, obviously that play involved Howarth and Tabla, which was 
great to see as well. Yep. Um, those three, those three working together in a little triangle. Um, yeah, I mean, like uh, I'm a I'm a retired midfield, uh, you know, from my days playing. Oh, um, and I think I've decided who's going to be on my jersey when I finally get my <laughs> my season ticket jersey. I think uh, I think it's going to be Bassett because like I love watching that guy play every week. It's hard not to uh, it's hard not to put a number ten on your shirt. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, he's, sweet player, uh, sweet well, number. Yeah, and he's, <laughs> he's just so he's so good. Um, I'm so glad we 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 stole him from Pacific. Yeah, I mean he's, he. It's neat because we we were talking about a few episodes ago how you know he he wasn't really the main man in any sense of the term uh, at Pacific you know kind of got cast off near the end and we brought him in yeah. and he's sort of he's really taken on that role as one of you know our talismanic players so far this season like yeah. he's really stepped right out he has and I think he works he works in the way that Cargo's running running the the strategy for the team with the four four two and playing a little wider so yeah. Yeah, um, the, yeah, those are my big three. Um, yep. Sasako, I, I would, I, I could see him easily being on there as well. So, yeah. um, those, those yeah, four sure. are excellent. So, who are you disappointed in on Ooh, the other boy. side? Of the uh, Maxime Tiso, and I hate to put him on this list, but like, yeah. he just the first two games of the season, um, and even the third game, he was mm-hmm. just excellent. Like, he was exactly what we needed in a, yeah. a, a winger, mm-hmm. um, and just the, 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 it was just kind of a meh. Both games were kind of just meh for him. Like I wouldn't. Well, there was some like sloppiness, right? Yeah. I mean, his his misplaced pass was um was the reason for the forge goal. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. and I mean that happens sometimes. Like it happened to, to Bassett, I think two yeah. games ago or whatever, um, when we played York the first time. Yeah. But you know, there's a difference when that happens and you recover from it, or that happens and you just continue to to do, you double down on on that type of play. And I I hate yeah. I hate it because I know. I mean, we've all seen it. We've all seen how good Maxim Tiso can play. Oh, we know he's excellent. We exactly. So to watch him kind of just be mediocre for a couple games is kind of sucks. Um, do you think? Uh, do you think it's a case of just playing him? You know, every second almost of every game so far this season. Like, is it too much? Well, I think that for the three games, I mean, the 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 V Cup game, uh, the Pacific game, and the the forge game mm-hmm. we were basically playing relatively the same lines so you're playing the, th- the same 11 dudes yeah you know or eight of them eight or nine of them mm-hmm. for three games in a row in like 10 days which is a lot yeah. like anyone yeah. that's played the sport knows that's that's extremely taxing mm-hmm. so yeah maybe maybe that was it and he was just gassed and you know we put him in when we shouldn't have um when we could have maybe had a little bit more uh, flex with players, uh, maybe mm-hmm. got some under twenty one minutes for for, for the league. Uh, but you know, yeah, it's, it just sucks to see. Um, I'm hoping that he returns to form, but for now, yeah. he's definitely on my disappointment list for both games. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we we did uh, we <laughs> kind of went under the radar, but we did sign another left back a few days. We ago. did, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, whether that is going to be his uh, his some, his, some competition, foil, you know, that's always healthy. We, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so, yep. uh, yeah, I would say that Tiso, um, I was kind of disappointed with Vlad the Chad, man. Um, the start? Yeah. Yeah. I was Wasn't hoping, I was hoping we would come out guns blazing and it was kind of just like a fizzle again. Yeah. Um, which sucks again. Cause like we talked about it. I w- we were like, yeah, this could be sweet when Vlad the Chad's on like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And like he came out <laughs> and it was, it was a good game, but like he didn't really get a lot of opportunities. Um, I would have just liked to see him be a little bit more aggressive on the ball. Yeah. Um, to generate those opportunities because like yeah for for large periods of that game it was just kind of like he was there <laughs> like and I hate to say no, that on a player but true. like yeah. 
Um, and then and it, 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 can, it can happen to a striker, right? Yeah. You know, if, if you're, you know, if, if they feel like they're being abandoned up there, there's really not, especially if they're not the profile player that's going to, you know, track back and get involved in the play regardless. You can you can look a little bit invisible up there. And, you know, depending on who we're playing, sometimes that'll happen to us. It happened to us a lot last season. Too. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think that, um, you know, I'm hoping that eventually he takes a page out of, out of Shaw's playbook because I love watching Malcolm Shaw because, yes, he's an absolutely devastating striker. But he tracks pack fairly well and, and is, yeah. is decent in the defense as well. Yeah. So, um, And then lastly, I would say Verhoeven. Um, he had some good plays. Um, I think this is more of just like a positioning issue. Mm-hmm. Vice a skill. Because he has the skill. He can, we've, like, we've, seen, we've seen him do the work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, playing him in an inverted winger role, I just I, I think that's probably why he struggled to build up any steam in the games. Um, I don't I don't know why we keep doing that. I don't um, know either. I would and, like to you know, see him back on the outside where he yeah. is the best for us. We've but. all discussed like we've definitely discussed this. We we say it every game. We're yeah. like, why is he not in that right midfield role where he is, you know, absolutely deadly? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you trying to shoehorn him into into an inverted winger on the left? Not every w- I know it's like the hot thing right now to play yeah. your wingers inverted, but not every winger can just seamlessly do that. Like, yeah. it's not everyone's forte. Yeah, he needs so, to be running to the byline and crossing it. Exactly. So I mean, like I, I, I hate to put him on here. He's, 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 he's my asterisk disappointment yeah. this week. Just, just positioning because he did. He played well. Like, I, like watching some, rewatching some of the plays he made. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, you know, he's, he's obviously got the skill. I just think it's a, it's a problem with where he was playing. Yep. I mean, you know, it's <laughs> another thing we say as well is that maybe we should try Tabla on the left because I bet he can absolutely play that inverted winger role on the left side and you'd probably be really good at it. Yeah. So maybe, you know, maybe that will be a, an experiment that gets run at some point where it's like Shaw, Moragrega and Tabla on the like left winger. Yeah. You know, maybe that's maybe that's it. something. Who knows? Maybe that's um, something. Are they listening? Are you listening <laughs> to this? Is this thing on? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's my three. What about you? You got any yeah. any disappointments outside those three? Um, not really. No, I don't want to go too hard on anyone. I think, uh, you know, is especially for the first half of the York, it was a team thing. And for the second half at Forge, it was a team thing. Like, I, I don't really other than the ones that we, we mentioned, I don't think there's really anyone else I would I would single out. I don't think Acosta had the best game against no. York when he was on that right midfield. I think, but I, I I think he's you know unfairly gets sort of shoehorned into all sorts of different positions because I mean he's an industrious player he can do a lot but um, I don't know I I I know it's I don't know if it's his natural position because I think he's naturally he's a right back but him on as left back is great yep like I think you know if if Tiso starting to feel a little tired throw Miguel over there man or maybe you can start him over there yeah yeah and I mean you know? I think those are those are all things that I hope at some point get get tried. Um, but again, you know, I think very rarely this season, especially now that we're not in the V Cup running, there will be less kind of condensed three games in ten days or 12, eleven days or whatever. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So um, okay, so playing the York versus Forge game. What's your yeah. what's your take on the on the play in one versus the other? Well, I mean, obviously, the second half against Forge is. You know that's about as difficult of a game as as you're as you can get in this league, mm. and you know as, as I, I don't care who you are, that, that that's a that's a hard game, especially for you know a team like ours, which isn't anywhere near as clicked together as as they are. So, it's you know we play we played their game, and you know that's yeah. fine. Whereas in 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 Ottawa, once we started getting into it, we started playing our game. Yeah, um, we started off on the back foot in the first half, and then we really started to, to take command in the second half. It's it's funny, like yeah, it was, like, it was the, like the flip. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, like you look at you look at the stats, and like we were saying, it was all pretty even for for the York game. 
But the thing is, is that <laughs> all we got all of those stats in the second half. Like yeah. the stats at the half were god awful. I was like, what? are we doing they were like the final stats of the forge game where we had 30 percent possession <laughs> it was rough it was yeah. rough. we had nothing there was like nothing on our column on the sheet i was like what the hell why are we doing this at home and then you know i don't know what cargo said at halftime you know probably some abuse emotional yeah. and verbal because it fucking works <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's and we need more of that honestly i i yeah. It's tough because, like, when I watch the when I watch them play in Ottawa, and I mean, you probably see it too when you watch on the on one soccer. Um, mm-hmm. I do find we play better in the second half after we've kind of shaken the rust off. Yeah. Um, and gotten gotten our feet under us. Um, and I don't know if that's just because of the way that Cargo's running the team, or if that's that's part of his, you know, Cargo ball strategy. But, but yeah, it's uh, but to see the reverse of that when we go away to Forge. Where yep. we've had a great first half and a dog shit second half, yeah, you know it's <laughs> that's tough to watch as well. So. Well, I mean, you know that you know they got a bollocking at halftime the same way that oh one hundred percent the same way that because they did were probably just like game. you're losing to Atletico yeah. at home. <laughs> that's just <laughs> it. they're like man, you can't let this happen, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I mean, as, I, as much as I, I want to hate to admit it, like I bet that's exactly what what uh, what that conversation was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't yeah. even have their coach with them either. I got the yeah. assistant out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I felt like we, we played similarly in the matchups. I just think, like, in this Forge game, we, our defense, our our structure collapsed. And I hate seeing it because as soon as you're running a 4-4-2 and you start letting them have those wings where your, mm-hmm. your midfields are collapsing into your defense, mm-hmm. like, that's where the danger is. And we saw it in the, in the you know, the final, I would say, 20 minutes of the half where it was just, like, a shooting gallery in the Ottawa 18-yard box. <laughs> like, yeah. every time, you know, you get a header out off a corner – there are 15 corners, <laughs> which is our one. one. Exactly. To our one. Like, so, I, I, it's, 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 it's tough. And I, I, I see what you're saying, but I, I also feel like um, the really compact defense is by design. Right. And I mean, like when I was saying like how like Atletico Madrid play, like some, sometimes that's what, what they do on purpose. They'll push the players to the outside absolutely load the box played 11 men behind the ball and i mean we we say it was a shooting gallery and it was they had 16 total shots for the game but only three of them were on target we had two on target yeah. right so like yeah. you know if, if you're no, if you're if you're reducing them to just you know low percentage shots from the edge of the box or on the outside of the box you know that's probably what they were doing on purpose you know yeah, we're yeah. away from home we're playing a, on paper a far better team the i mean it's not always pretty to watch <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> I was like, oh man, watching that second half because I was in Toronto uh, this week, past weekend, but I was watching it in my hotel room with a couple other, uh, you know, members of other organizations in the CPL. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was the one Atletico supporter, so you know, like, um, and yeah, it's 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 just it's really tough to see that happen because it's like so frustrating to watch. It's nerve wracking. Yeah, so you, well, you don't think you're going to make it, and then when you're you're basically expecting to concede, and you yeah, know that when you do, my it's like heart rate was through the roof because I was just yeah. like every corner, every set piece, every free kick was like a terrifying moment for me. <laughs> yeah, and my heart really didn't need that after um, after the FA Cup final earlier in the day. Yeah, where either. Liverpool picked up more <laughs> hardware. <laughs> Sorry, but, Chelsea uh, fans, if you're listening, but uh, yeah, you know we're, enough, we're 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 uh, we're we're two out of three. Champions League's coming. 
There you go. But um, yeah, no. After after that shootout, I really didn't need to see the <laughs> the second half of this Forge game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I, I don't. I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dive deep into officiating. I think there's a problem. Um, over two. Yeah, ga- we are. Dude. Yeah, we already I mean, did that. two fun. games, sixty-eight fouls, fourteen yellow cards. Like. <laughs> Just a lot of card, a lot of cards. You know what? We're a chippy team. We're a rough. But team, it's not. But, it's, it's just like beacon off. Like honestly, that's the point that gets me. Like these refs have like. That's egos. the that's that's the worst thing. We, yeah, we, they when, have, when you're when you're yelling at the ref and then you get a yellow for it. It's like yeah, come these on, refs bro. have like egos thinner than a slice <laughs> of fucking Swiss cheese. You know, like it's it's just like let the boys play and grow some thicker yeah. skin. Like, um. Yeah, yep. areas well, for improvement. Give me give me some Johnny. Yeah, areas for improvement. Um. I mean, this is an obvious one that you're obviously going to bring up the finishing. <laughs> it's literally my number one on my list. Yep. <laughs> Why don't you go? We'll go into like go into that a little bit. Uh, well, we need to finish the place. Yes. Um, yes. We managed to get in this like excellent like, and I've seen it both games and games before that in Pacific, whatever. We get in an excellent positioning, mm-hmm. and like all the players are where they need to be, yep. and you know you get a run on strike or a, a through ball. And someone like Tablet gets it, and then somehow they manage to fuck up the finish, and yeah. it is costing us points on the table, and I hate it. Like, yeah. I hate seeing that, because it's not that we're not good. Like, that's not the reason why we're tying teams. It's just, like, mm-hmm. we can't put the ball in the net, even though we should be able to. We're shooting it directly at the keeper. I know that was a problem with the York game yeah. and the Pacific yeah. game. Um, and then, yeah. you know, we're putting it over the net in the in the game against uh, Forge. So... Yeah, finish has to be like has to be worked on. Like yeah. I will I will say that when your issue is the finishing because you're getting into a lot of good positions that you aren't able to finish, that's I would say that's an improvement for this team. Yeah. Uh, like we do we do we do like what we're seeing as far as, you know, the chances that we get sometimes and it's 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 it is really encouraging, but yeah, the 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 finishing sometimes it's you know, it's it's the last piece of the puzzle, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I I hope that we'll you know, we've got what 20 28 games in the season. Well, 29 if you yeah. include the the game we played for V Cup. So mm-hmm. I hope that, you know, by mid, by mid-season we've got it figured out. Um, yeah. I would like to see it figured out by next game. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wonderful. Uh, but, you know, I don't think we need to figure it out for next game because we're playing Edmonton. So <laughs> I'd like to score more than one goal. Oh, can we do that? That would be lovely. I mean, we're playing. So we're playing Edmonton uh, next weekend. Um and I think that's where we're where we're gonna get those points. Um, I would hope to see that. I know um, last last season we went away and um, we won four three. Um, I don't like I would, that. I don't like I that would at like all. To, I would like <laughs> to. Sco- I would like to score four without conceding three. That'd be wonderful. Yeah, and I mean, if 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 Nathan Ingham and Espeo play the, the defensively and goalkeepingly the way that they did, I think that mm-hmm. you know we're in a better position this year than last year for sure. Yeah, it's the the only the, no, the only no, factor. No we offense have to you, Dylan Pally. If you're listening, Dylan Pally, I'm not I'm not shitting on you. That's not. We love you still. <laughs> well, the, here's 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 the issue is that um, I don't know why they do this, but Edmonton always decides to become really heroic against us. I don't like. That. <laughs> I remember I remember like the that. island remember the island games and they yes. tied it up in like yes. the last yeah. minute with like two like, goals. I was like, what? What? <laughs> like, how what? Does this, how did this happen with Edmonton? <laughs> Maybe they're they hate us. They hate know. us. Is well, it like is this is this a weird throwback to the uh, the Fury uh, FC Edmonton uh, beef from when we were the only two uh, <laughs> second division Canadian teams? Yeah, I mean maybe <laughs> maybe that's the case. But they remember. All right, talk to me about corner kicks. Oh my god, uh, I, 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 they're scary every they're time. So aren't they? scary. It's it's like it's like 
ah, man, it's like you're balancing on a tightrope and it could easily go either way. And the team just like continues to do it. And it's an area where like, we've talked about it before cargo. Like you gotta, I'm hoping you, you spend some more time on like corner defending drills. Cause mm-hmm. I'm tired of like breaking out in a cold sweat every single time a corner is taken against us. Yeah. Hoping that like, Espeo or someone gets a header on it that will go anywhere and that's another problem like the headers we're getting off corners are just like fucking wild headers it's like ah we'll just put our face in the way and hope it goes to one of our players yeah I I brought that (laughs) I brought that up in the group chat when we were watching the game I was like how come all of our clearances are straight to forge players (laughs) are just straight to their feet and I mean obviously sometimes like you say you just want to just clear it at all costs but I mean no, <laughs> don't just clear it at all costs. Sometimes, you know, like, <laughs> it's funny. Um, there's there's teams that are so good at defending corners that, that, that they'll they'll turn them into breaks, mm. like, very often. That yeah. teams don't even want to take corners against them. Yeah. You know, like, what's, what's it's it's a thing that we, we, we really need to work on because I don't know. I, I'd love to just put it down to um, Tristan Borges being an excellent uh, uh, dead ball yeah, specialist. Yeah, he had some great play and he, in that and game. He, Honestly, I mean, he, he had some he excellent is. play he's, in that He's game. an incredible player. Yeah. But um, it, this isn't the only game where we've been nervous conceding corners. Yeah, yeah, you it's know. pretty much every game. So we gotta, we gotta tight, just, just tighten it up. Just tighten it up, boys. <laughs> tighten it up. Just tighten please. it up. <laughs> okay, you've heard enough from us. Now it's time to hear from you. <laughs> CCSG mailbag. Mailbag time. It's the mailbag. Welcome to the mailbag, everyone. Uh, this is the segment of the ATO After the Whistle podcast where we take questions and topics exclusively from the CCSG membership. So you see what happens when you join CCSG, you get an extra segment of the podcast just for you. Just for you. From yeah, just for you, you, from us to you <laughs> in our sweet in our sweet mailbag. Uh, all right, uh, I'm going to open up for one uh, for you. Tee it up, baby. Did McKendry lose his starting spot or is Cargo just wanting to give a shot to Sissoko? This Great is a good question. question. Great question. It's a really good question. Um, I feel like I was saying how good he was in the York game. That was because, you know, that and that was rotation. I, I, I feel like it was really hard to not give him the start again after a performance like that. Mm. Um, I think it just comes down to that. I don't, I, I don't, personally, I wouldn't expect him to start the next game just because, you know, McKendry's too good of a player to sit for, for three games in a row. Yeah. And also, Suzuko seems like the type of player you don't want to overuse. Yeah, but do you do you see do you see Cargo at all drifting him back to the 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 mid or the defensive role, or do you think that he's staying staying in the mid? I don't. If we have you know, if we have a healthy Neba and a healthy Espeo, I don't really see the need. Yeah. To throw him in defense, um, obviously, you know, we we love him in midfield, so I would like to keep him <laughs> in midfield. I, I know I've said it for a few weeks. I want to see a three man midfield. I want to see McKendry, Sissoko. And Bassett all starting. I mean, I would love to see that as well. Maybe against Edmonton. So, because I think I that's mean, we, if we're gonna if we're gonna experiment in one game, let's experiment against the last place team in the league. That's you know that's a good <laughs> that is a good point. That is a good point. And so it seems like every week we talk about how one of our strikers is incredible and the other one is doesn't put up a great performance. Why don't we just drop one of them? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. have a third midfielder instead. I, I mean, you know? I I can't complain. I honestly can't complain about the 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 Shaw Tabla up front. I kind of liked that. So, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of. Yes, speaking of, who do we need to put up front with Baloo Tabla? Uh, well, I mean, I obviously liked to see Shaw up there with him, but mm-hmm. I I maybe... I, I I like Shaw in the front. Honestly, I really do. I think that yep. he has the, the he has the finish. 
And we yeah. saw it last season. We've seen it a couple times this season. I like to see Baloo and Tab- uh, Baloo and uh, and and Shaw working together in that front role. Mm-hmm. Do I think they both need to be forwards? No, I don't. And we've talked about mm-hmm. this. I think that Baloo could play a really high attacking midfield role that would roll in his his skill and his ability to to kind of deke out defenders and then have yeah. Shaw be our finish man because that's mm-hmm. that's honestly that's his his specialty is finish right so. If we want to start doing that, we need to start doing that more. So I like Bal- uh, I like Balu and Shaw up front. Um, I'd like to see more of Morgrega. I think that he has more to give us. Um, mm-hmm. So those are probably the two that I like in the in the front role with with Balu. It's 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 weird for me because like I I would like to see more from Morgrega as well. And for some I'm really forgiving sometimes for strikers as far as. Um, uh, almost putting more blame on the system than the player sometimes when they're not performing. Because obviously, you know, you see these players, uh, I know I say it about Wright sometimes as well when he seems stranded up there. It's obviously these are these are great players with just bags of talent. And I want and the, the question is, why is it not working out? You know, what is it about the system? Are, are they not the striker for the system? Is their profile not being played to its advantage? Yeah, poten- you know I mean? potentially not. Because I mean, I guess no matter how good of a striker you are, if if you're not getting the opportunities from the midfield or from the wings, then like you could be the Lionel Messi. And if you're not getting the ball, then like you're not scoring. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, true. And um, speaking of lineups, if you were the coach, what changes would you make in order to have a win? Because <laughs> we haven't won since wow. match day two. Uh, wow. Tactics okay. change, other players, players I, in a different role. Yeah, that you, is, If man. you're playing football manager, what are you doing? If I'm playing football manager. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I think we need to get out of the 4-4-2. Um, I think that, that we've established that while it works for us, um, I, w- I would give it like, if I was going to go out of 10, I'd give it, I'd give our 4-4-2 like a, like a 6.5. Like it's, it's decently effective, but I mm-hmm. don't think that's the game we should be playing um, yeah. with the players that we have. So I would like to mm-hmm. see a little bit of a shakeup, uh, three mids maybe instead of, instead of four. Um, and then, and then have like a one, like a one forward high attacking mid, um, that that, I personally, that's what I would like to say. So that's more of like, I guess a tactics change, um, other players in the lineup. I mean, maybe, well, obviously we're gonna have to start playing our, our under 21 Canadian players. We have to, we are so far behind every other team in the league right now. So you're going to see a lot more bow. You're going to see a lot more Roy. You're going to see those guys coming out more. So if we're going to roll them into our strategy, I think that it's important that, we find what works and then work them into it vice what we're yeah. doing now where we're running a, f- a formation that is okay and then but if you take one piece out of the formation like we could easily end up in a case where you know second half of the forge game for example so yeah um, speaking of speaking of a, speaking of the kids do you think we're going to see them on sunday in I, edmonton i think Probably. so i think you're gonna see both of them honestly and i yeah. and i we I also think, we also have dacuna exactly that. right we haven't seen him in a while <laughs> yeah because we haven't seen him since since <laughs> since the disaster <laughs> class yeah. yeah um but yeah i think you're gonna see all three of them at the game um yeah. i think we we have the uh f- i guess we have the flexibility to do it for a game against a team as poor as, as edmonton so um yeah, I think that you'll see them play the Eddies. I think you'll see them maybe play. I think a couple of them at least will start. That's my prediction. So, mm-hmm. um, and then and then we'll go from there. And then they might roll in some of our more experienced players who have just come off a three game in a row stint. Yeah. To play out yep. the last twenty minutes or whatever, and maybe get us. You know, if, if we're not crushing them, 
mm-hmm. bring them on to like put the nails in the coffin for us. So yeah, that's I mean that's that's the good you see that a lot with 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 teams that have a pretty deep squad, right? They'll 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 be against a weaker opponent. They're like, okay, we're gonna rotate a lot, see how it goes. And if we really need the result, you know, we've got we've got the fire the firepower on the bench. So yeah. I, I I think I think Bahus needs to start. Yeah, I would love agreed. to see Bahus start. Well, and he had, he had a couple good games, honestly. Uh, the, yeah. the ones we've seen him in so far, barring the the most recent ones, um, were were good. I, I liked to see him out there. He's he's a good player, mm-hmm. and I would love to see more of him on you know Sunday against uh, against the Eddies. So yeah, for sure. I love. I know we've been playing him on the on the right a lot. Um, I, I think seeing him in like a midfield three would be really interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know well, what I, I mean, yeah, I could see him. I could see him doing that. I mean, again, like I, I think that we have the room to experiment, and I know we've shit on experimenting before on this podcast, but mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about shitting on it. We're talking about don't experiment when we're playing a team that's like good. Um, this is <laughs> this is our moment right here to this play. This is like the the, the one comfortable moment uh, team that we have in the league, and you know we're gonna look stupid if it doesn't work out. Yeah, you, th- you think care. Melvin gets a start? You think Melvin gets a start on? Uh, of course. Sunday? I mean, I, I I he needs he needs a start. Yeah, you know, need, and that, that's minutes. not that's not, that says nothing about about Ingham or or his talent. Yeah, whatsoever. I mean he's great. Say anything about of, any of like that. a lot of those saves that he made in the Forge game and in the New York game were excellent. Fantastic. Yeah. So keep but, doing um, what you're I doing, just, Nathan. Yeah, I just, I want to see Melvin. And like you say, we don't have any more cup games. So if there's one team to do a rotational experiment against, it's, uh, it's this one. <laughs> yeah, true so, enough. Yeah. I hope to see it. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm. This is I. I hate this. We get it. We we. This hits the mailbag every week as well, and we talk about it every week. What can we actually do to address officiating? Um, I think the answer is nothing. We can bitch all we want all day, but there's really nothing we. Can yeah, do. I mean it's it's it's, just, it's, it's, like, it's it is what it is. It's, you know I mean? well, it sucks. It sucks for for us. It sucks for the team. It sucks for the fans. Like because there's really not a lot we can do to influence how the how the league selects referees or how the league utilizes referees um and i know we've been pretty harsh on them in the past i think some of them deserve it um quite frankly uh, anyone who has watched football for any amount of time in their life knows that some of those referees um deserve deserve the criticism because they're just not good um, some, some some deserve it some some's harsh because yeah. we're just we can be butthurt fans sometimes right and yeah like, oh, so bullshit. I, I mean you know, I, I wouldn't i wouldn't want to be in their shoes you have to be a friggin' psycho to want to be a referee just get abused 90 <laughs> minutes every week <laughs> especially at td place where like we are notoriously like like yeah we're, yeah. we're, we're notorious for for shitting on the refs at td place um, and we and we wonder why there isn't just a fresh crop of incredibly yeah, talented who, referees who out there for the do that job and get yelled at and flipped <laughs> off for 90 minutes in <laughs> td place yeah. um yeah so i mean i wish uh, i'm with you i wish there was something more we could do um maybe engaging the other supporters groups and putting something together to say like hey we've noticed that the refereeing is shit um, can you please do something about it? And then sending that up to the CPL might work. But like, again, that could easily just end up on, on someone's desk buried in paperwork for, like, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. Or we'll just get laughed off. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Speaking of, speaking of a laugh, we're going to end on a funny one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, I was, I was concerned about this. Okay. Let's hear game. it. Was Ollie Bassett wearing enough sunscreen on Saturday? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, it I was hope, a very sunny, I, hot day. It, it looked hot. Uh, I hope midday so. and a Saturday. I, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, I was, I was, like I said, I was in Toronto. I was kind of down in that, like, you know, lower Ontario region. It was, it was, it was hot as fuck. And like yeah. when I watched the game, I was like, oh boy, Ollie, buddy, I hope yeah. you, I hope you lathered up. So 
I hope well, here's so. The, here's yeah. Here, here's here's the thing is that it was it definitely felt it was definitely at least thirty degrees yeah. this weekend. Easy. I believe. Um, now the thing is, is that one thing that we as fans don't um, really understand a lot is that when you're playing on plastic, yeah, it's a good five to ten degrees hotter oh, down it, there than it yeah. is when you're up in the stands. Yeah, playing on playing on turf. I mean, obviously it radiates <laughs> off the turf and it, yeah. it's very hot. Like anyone, like I've played on turf. Anyone that's played on turf can can agree with you. Um, that it's it's super hot there mm. like all the time so yep. you know when you add that together I mean I think we saw it um, there's a lot of slipping and sliding going on I, I saw a couple you know there was that yeah. sucked eh? there was I know there was at least one uh, uh, Becky slipped and yeah, that he gave did. up a chance and yeah. it was oh, I was like man so it sucks man, to see that it's sucked. part of the reason I, I really don't like turf in general for, yeah. for football but um, yeah hopefully Ollie hopefully you didn't get a sunburn buddy uh, congrats on the goal it was uh, <laughs> it was a beauty uh, we love speaking you, of Ollie Bassett he made an appearance on the uh, on the hot stove he, for the York game. He did. So before the York <laughs> game, uh, our friend Eddie Bennon uh, hosted the hot stove. It was actually it was a lot of fun. Um, and then and then of course middle of the hot stove, Ollie Bassett jumps in and he's just listening. He's not talking. He's just listening. Yeah, and yeah. you know, no finish. Brought his usual unresearched garbage takes. Um, <laughs> but I mean, Namu. Honestly, I, like Namu's a, a York fan. He's an he's an OG Fury fan, from what I gather. Yeah. Um, now he's a, a fan for York, which is cool, um, I guess. Uh, but, you know, thank you, Namu, for not acting like a literal child. It was nice to have a debate about the game and not just listen to you eat Popeye's chicken. Uh, <laughs> and burp and uh, yeah, phone exactly. that you didn't bother to charge. Exactly. So, I mean, but it was especially <laughs> awesome, too, because, like, um, they talked about, like, they're like, oh, like, we're only York. We're only worried about Tabla. And then to, yeah. like, watch Shaw flex on them and score on them in a game, I'm like, oh, you're only worried about Tabla, eh? So... Um, You'd love it, to see it. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it was cool to have Bassett there. And I imagine some of the other players may have been listening in. But it's always neat to have them engage the supporters groups and just, like, yeah. listen to our stupid, unresearched hot takes. <laughs> where we're like, yeah, you should shoot more, Ollie. Yeah, exactly. You professional athlete as I sit and, like, drink my beer. And, like, exactly. Yeah, and just, you know, <laughs> slowly, slowly getting more and more overweight as the years go on. Like, Never played this game professionally. Just give it all of my hot takes every single week. We uh, love that you listen to it. Yeah, it's awesome. So, so Ollie, but, uh, keep listening. Yeah. Bring your, bring your friends. Hot, all of you, come on the hot stove. Um, you will not be put on the spot. No, that's, God, no. That's but if you thing. do want to talk, be, that would be great. If you want to talk, go for it. But no one's going to be like, oh, I see I see uh, Brian Wright is here. Do you want to say something? Of course you don't want to say something. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to just listen in, yeah, we yeah, will not like even. Why not, why not even point it out? Who knows? You could be you could be a silent observer and just <laughs> bask in the shithousery. Yeah, because there was a lot of it on that on that hot stove. That's for if sure. you want some motivation, hearing some opposing fans just talk shit about you for an hour. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I hope I hope our comments about especially Ollie. Like, I know during the hot stove, I was like, "Yo, Ollie, just fucking get out there and eat him up, buddy." And and then he scored a goal like the game after, and I was like, "Oh yes." Not that not that that was me. Um, that was all Ollie, but. I like to think I was a small piece of that. Don't puzzle. sell yourself short. Yeah. I you have to do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so it's the dub. Speaking man. of the yeah, dub. speaking. I was gonna say speaking of fans influencing. Oh. How was the dub on the ah, cup game? Man, we so we marched from Senate on Bank. There was probably mm-hmm. I mean it was a smaller crowd than like the opener, but that's how it is all the time. And it's a Tuesday night, so like yeah. people are like, oh, I have work tomorrow. Um, so we marched down. It was great. We were super loud. I mean, you could hear it the whole time. The vibe, the was vibe really was good. just really good. It's always good in the dub. Um, and 
Yeah, it was so good. It's a, cup, it's a cup game under the lights, man. It doesn't. It's it's a special. It's a special vibe. It's yeah, a different for vibe. sure. For sure. Um, and then I got home and like I literally couldn't talk. Like I only I could only whisper. Like my yeah. fiance was like, "What the hell is wrong with your voice?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, it's 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 fine. I just I just needed some time to recover." Like, <laughs> so it was it was pretty rough. Uh, yeah. There was a tarp soft moment when Shaw scored. Eddie, Brandon, and Billy all went half naked passion for the boys in the stripes so uh i, yeah. I love this becoming a thing it's gonna be like <laughs> in a couple in a couple of weeks the whole dubs <laughs> whatever we score that would be ridiculous um but yeah so honestly hats off to the ccsg and the folks in the in the in the uh, in the dub um even the, even the people that aren't affiliated a bunch of them came down and like other yeah. fans came from other sections and we're like you guys are just giving it and we're like we don't care we're just here to cheer for the team <laughs> i mean well that's what you love to see you love to see it grow as people um you know see it and then want to want to be a part of it well, and it, mean, was, it, it, it was, goes for like uh, all, I mean, all all teams want that right they, they all want their so. supporter section to to grow and bring more people into it like a tractor beam so well and it was it was nice to see during the shootout like every time because of course we would we would quiet the crowd down because there was like these morons further down. I'm sorry, these potentially not season ticket holders further down that were like being loud while we were shooting and like everyone was yeah. like you know yelling like shut up shut up like yeah you know if you're not if you're not familiar with but how then, pens are supposed to go exactly but then as soon as the you know the York players came up we were like boo like, Fuck this yeah. guy. like as yeah. loud as we could be um, but it was awesome because every time that. A player scored they like looked up into the dub and like gave us the you know like the wave mm-hmm. or the point um and so it was nice to see because i think that they appreciated the, the the vibe that we brought to a shootout um because there's a lot of stress there's a lot of stress on a player and it's nice to have mm-hmm. the the fans go nuts every time we scored a goal so yeah no absolutely absolutely if yeah. you want to be in the dub for the next game troop section w use the code ccsg that will get you tickets to the best finance supporter section in the league. I say it every week and it becomes truer and truer every week. Every week. All right. Speaking of uh, fan supporter sections, next match, Edmonton away. Yeah, Edmonton away. Bottom of the league. Just ugh, garbage juice at the bottom of a dumpster, Edmonton. So the uh, thing is, is I like <laughs> um, uh, Dylan Pally's uh, posted on Twitter. Uh, uh, I love that he's still so involved. <laughs> oh, he's great. He's I great. love it. Oh, what, a, what a gem. Um, he posts on Twitter trashing one soccer for constantly trashing Edmonton. And I will applaud him for that because, you know, we can trash Edmonton. Yeah, we're allowed but to when do you're that. The, when you're the broadcasters, you're supposed to be neutral. you should maybe, maybe, uh, maybe tone it down a little bit. Yeah. And he said, you know, a team that's doing the absolute best that they can, and they are. They are not in a, in a comfortable situation. They are in an unfortunate situation. And they're st- they haven't won a game yet, but they haven't lost every game. That's they true. scored some goals. Yep. Their, their attendance, I believe, has slowly gotten a little bit bigger with every game. Yeah. So... With all that said and done, they're shit and we're going to smash them anyway. Yeah, hell yeah. They're consistently shit and we're going to crush them on Sunday. Um, but also, yeah, I agree with Dylan. I think that the broadcaster needs to be Switzerland and then, you know, we can be we can be as like shitty and garbage Leave it to, to them. Us. Yeah. Leave we're, it to us. We're the voice exactly. against Edmonton. So. We're the loud dummies. Let yeah. us be them. <laughs> so that's this Sunday. Love it. Hoping we get a, a, another dub. Another yep. dub. Like I said, haven't had one since uh, since match week two. Yeah, and uh, watch watch party for that will be at the GCP for the away GCP. game. 
So those of yes, you sir. in in the in O Town all over the weekend, the long weekend, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. none of you guys can say, "Oh, I've worked tomorrow," because guess what? Monday's Victoria yeah. Day. You so don't. you can you can tie one on with us at the GCP. I'm gonna be there, Johnny. I wish you could be there, but you'll be there in spirit, bro. I'm planning on being in town for the Pacific game. Excellent. June 5th. I will be there for that. So all yes, right. watch party on the Sunday. Tune in. The day before, normally, Eddie does the uh, the pre-match hot stove. Hot stove. Saturday more, night hot stove. More details will be posted closer to the time. I know he does, um, sometimes it's a little fly of the of the, of the the seat of the pants sort of thing. And that's what makes it so fun. That's, yeah. that's what Twitter spaces is, baby. It could happen. It could happen at any time. So catch that. Um, are you going to do uh, you do live at the half this time from the uh, pub? Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, I probably. I don't really, I, I've been on it a couple times, but I'm sure there yeah. will be a live at the half. Get yeah. some get some hot takes from the fans in the GCP. Yeah. Maybe Blair will be around the owner. Maybe we can get his hot take. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be fun. All right. So Sunday, looking forward to that. Do you have any last words before we shut this one down? Uh, <laughs> not 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 the best week. <laughs> not the best week for the. You know club. what though? Uh, I'm looking forward to a bounce back. Uh, please finish, boys. I just need you to just just get the job done. That's all I ask. Just like put the ball in the net at the end of an amazing, you know, play. Just, just put it in the net. Put it in the net. What do, what do they say? Goals are like ketchup. You know, once they start coming, uh, they come in in a huge batch and they don't stop. So exactly. Hopefully, we so. see that <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday, yes. Okay, Patrick, it has been a pleasure. You as well. We will speak next week, and we will go into your ears again next week as well. So. <laughs>